If they get it wrong, I'm gonna riot. Incoming transmission. Engage house party protocol. Mark 4, powering up. Mark 17, powering up. Mark 44, powering up. All suits are online. Welcome to house party protocol. Power up suits and welcome in to another episode of House Party Protocol. My name is Will, and with me today is the one and only, maybe somewhat controversial. I don't know. It depends on what you think out there, suits. Rich from Rich Mid Gaming. What's happening, my guy? <laughs> hey, Will. How you doing? Oh, I'm Welcome doing great, well. man. I'm glad to have you on. And uh, like, I want to say, everybody that uh, is in our Discord on our Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash housepartyprotocol, was expecting Aaron to be here today. And I just want to go ahead and say that uh, he had a medical issue, and he's okay now, but uh, it was a COVID-related thing, so I don't want to get too much into his business. But uh, Rich uh, stepped in to uh, be here with me today, and we wish Aaron all the best. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for having me, Will, even if it was uh, definitely a little bit last minute, wasn't it, to say the least? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's all good like that. And it's it's funny because I've been trying to kind of put together a, a little roundtable thing uh, with you and some other guys, and it's just the timing. I haven't really been able to work it out just yet, but I still want to do that. <laughs> it's just, you know, hadn't quite worked it all out just yet. Yeah. You know, it's the time of the year where stuff's hard to put together. It really is. Yeah, it really is. So... Today, Suits, what we're going to talk about is kind of a year in review. You know, we're just going to kind of take a look back at what MCP was in 2021. We're going to take a look forward at what it might be in 2022 without getting into too many specifics. And, uh, you know, we're uh, we're just going to kind of have some fun, talk about our highlight moments from Crisis Protocol this year and uh, maybe some things that we want to see kind of changed or something i don't know We're, we'll see where the podcast takes us but with that rich i'm going to take it to you first and what were some of your big highlight moments from 2021 and mcp this year well i think um probably probably the one will tops it off for over above everything over over all character releases and everything else it was for the first time in actually playing this game um actually being able to um play the game in real life actually mm -hmm. look at my opponent across the table roll some real dice have that banter and everything else that goes on with it um it just felt so nice to get out of the home get 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 away from the front of the screen and uh, and actually go and see people in person masked up and everything else but yeah go and see people and actually play games in real life because i'd never actually managed to play a proper full game of mcp uh before lockdown here in the uk i had one demo game with somebody at my local gaming store and then two days later we went into lockdown um luckily found tts which was amazing yeah. um and and you know really helped me through the game because I, I would have probably you know i'd probably fallen by the wayside that wouldn't have even bother playing it um if it hadn't have been for tts but i'm so glad i did um, because we've had some really good stuff as well this year from from AMG as well. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's a, it's been wonderful in terms of like you were talking about there at the end, the releases and stuff, but really getting games back in, in person, like I was able to kind of have like my core group that I kind of played with fairly regularly, but being able to get back out into the shop, being able to get and out into conventions was really wonderful. And this game, while TTS is great, it is one of those things that it still doesn't capture the magic of being in person, even if your minis are gray, like mine, most of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, although we do know that painted minis do roll better, um, is Clearly. the general rule of thumb. But but yeah, it doesn't, nothing beats being, you know, stood, stood opposite your opponent, or indeed, you know, a room full of people. I, I hosted a tournament here in the UK a month ago now uh, with 48 players. We had a team tournament of 48 players in total um, and seeing that many people in a room, you know, we took over the entire gaming store um, and it was just absolutely brilliant to uh, to behold. So, yeah, that's probably my overall highlight from the year is actually being able to play in person again. Yeah, nice. That's wonderful. Yeah. For me, my probably, you know, number one A1, like, highlight moment, if you will. Well, I have two of them. I have two of them. So, first of all, it was NashCon back in the summer when uh, it was just a big tournament for Marvel Christ Protocol. First big tournament that I had been able to go to. We had, like, a really, really small local tournament not long after the game came out, you know, and, and that was fun, but... Then COVID did all its ravaging of everything. And so we had this NashCon tournament, and it was really nice to get to go out there and meet a bunch of people that you know you talk to, you chat with online, you hear their voices in a podcast or something like that. So you get to go out and meet people. And then it also was awesome from just like playing the games. And then the, the, extra awesome part of that is uh, that night, Saturday night in Nashville, some of us went out and partied a little bit, which was just excellent, you know, getting to know people. And like literally we went out, partied and talked MCP all night and just talked about life. It was wonderful. Great time. Shout out to Ron and Graham and Sean. Y'all know what's up. And uh, (laughs) it was wonderful. And then we had a local tournament here not that long ago in Memphis and we had a really great turnout for that. I got to meet a lot of awesome people for that. And it was one of those things where, you know, running running the games, rolling the dice, and seeing people that usually host tournaments, like Nate. I've been to two things that Nate hosts. Him actually being able to play and not host something was, was nice. You know what I mean? And it was just really fun kind of building those relationships and seeing those people in person and being able to, to interface with everyone. You know, it was it was one of those just wonderful things. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so that was those were my two like big kind of experiences there. But let's talk about now, kind of what the game has evolved into over the course of twenty twenty one. And one might say, let's see what you think. It's evolved into spam time. <laughs> oh, it's my least favorite phrase in the game at the moment, and it, and it's probably because my um, my older, smaller brain can't quite comprehend controlling that many characters simultaneously, or 
remembering what's going to happen with triggers and things. But yeah, it's it's, it's funny. We just finished recording um, a sort of roundup of the of the uh, of the year with a with a few of the people, and Sam Spam came up. And and I confess that, and people can go back and watch the video review I did on it. Um, when when I first read his card and saw what he did, I went, "Meh, like he's you know great. You've got another leader. I'd have rather had Falcon. Um, I'd have rather had that version of of Sam. Um, and I don't think he'll come to much like that. What a, a a leadership ability that needs your you know leads your team to be." dazed or ko that doesn't sound very good and um uh-huh. talk about being proven wrong um <laughs> because uh turns out he's uh he's pretty good yeah um or at least playing him in that way is is pretty good to say the least yeah it's kind of out of control right now it's one of those things where you know i've been pretty adamant that there's no real true meta in Crisis Protocol, but I think the closest thing we have to one right now is Sam Spam, and that's fine. Like, you know, I ain't got a problem with that. There's something that's always gonna gonna rise and fall, you know? So, I'm here for that, but it's just funny how prevalent it is right now, and it's one of those things where I'm with you. When I first read it, I was like, I was like, this is, this is good, and this character's good, but, like, I mean... The fact that you've got to lose a character in order to get the cool thing to happen doesn't seem very good to me. <laughs> and then next thing you know, yeah. someone's lining up sweet beams, the bane of my existence. <laughs> and, you know, I'm dead and I'm dead. Yeah. 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 It's fine when you've got, you know, seven throwaway characters in your team. Um, so it doesn't really matter. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's here. Uh, it's definitely a thing. And, and I agree. I think... Um, I think meta is such a, an an over overused word. Yes. Um and 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 I'm not a I'm not a big fan of saying that you know something is meta. You know, I, I agree that there are there are characters in situations that are better than others. Uh, and there are overall there are characters that are better than others in the game, but there's no character in this game that isn't you know, that, that isn't viable. If you want to take them, they will do a job. Um, and, and I think, you know, kind of the same with meta, but it's it's hard to it's hard to discount the fact and the success that, that people have with Sam Spam. But what's really interesting, I don't know if, if you've seen this, Will, in, in the sort of IRL event tournament scene, um, I think if we look at the, the TTS League this year, or this season even, um, something like, seven or eight of the top 16, maybe even more, I think were, were running Sam Wilson Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, you know, very prevalent throughout the entire TTS league. Um, but in my, in, you know, in, in my local scene, and when I say the word local, it, it covers quite a, a large distance here in the UK. We don't see it a huge amount. People are not, you know, people are not turning up and, you know, in a 16 person event on a Friday evening, you're not coming up against 15 Sam Spams. Um, right. People are playing the characters that they like. And I think that's one of the, the almost unique things about Marvel crisis protocol in that, you know, most of the games out there that people play, whether it be, you know, games workshop or whatever else that they're not, they don't come from a, a beloved IP like Marvel. 
Um, especially when you start getting into the realms of X-Men and Brotherhood of Mutants and, you know, some of those characters that at least I think for people my age, I think I think we're referred to as boomers when <laughs> when when you're my age. That's what Quinn keeps calling me anyway. Um, but like I grew up on the 90s X-Men cartoon, right? That was my introduction to this whole idea of superheroes and, you know, that got me into the comics and then into the other movies and everything else. So even though I know that the X-Men and X-Force right now, as it stands with what they have at their disposal, they're not as easy to play and as easy to get results with as some other other teams. I yeah. still love playing them because they're the X-Men or they're the Brotherhood of Mutants or they're the X-Force. And so that's the thing that I love about this game is that, yes, whilst I think at the very upper, upper tier, you know, the very, very competitive people are going to want to play the absolute best thing in the game. I think for the vast majority of people, they just want to be able to turn up and have a good fun game. Um, and I think they've done a really good job with with balancing it to the to the most part. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I, I think that, yeah, there there's the things you can malign, you know, there's the things that we can poo-poo uh, in the game. But uh, overall, I think they've done a wonderful job. And to your point, you made a really 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 good point about like what you see on TTS versus what you see in the broader spectrum of the game and I'd say it's darn near the same for me and I know again on our discord channel we we brought this up before too about how prevalent Sam spam is and it's like well then we have people hopping in saying well you know I ran a tournament and no one played it or I ran a thing or I went to a thing and there was only one or two people playing it and it it goes back to the idea, like you said, of, of kind of like there's no real defined meta. People are playing what they want to play. And we as content creators, a lot of times, especially because we all interact with each other in a lot of different ways, can kind of get locked into this idea of, of like the big bad. You know, like whenever we, we talked about Black Order back in the day, like Black Order's a good team. They're a strong team, you know. If you see them out there in the wild, you know, you've got to have kind of a plan for it, but they're not the end-all, be-all badasses. I mean, they might think they are. You know, I'm sure Thanos thinks this, but, you know. But, like, you know, it's funny how, like, we as content creators kind of can can shape that narrative at times. And I find that really interesting, and that's kind of why I like talking about this right now is because, you know, if you're out there listening and and you've not really run into a Sam Spam, it's, it's nothing to be afraid of. You know, it's it's one of those things, you can beat it. The dice will dice. Sometimes they're going to dice in your favor. Sometimes they're going to dice not in your favor. And and there you go. That's just what's going to happen. And I know I at that tournament that, here in Memphis, I played Nate. He had Sam Spam. I had Web Warriors because, of course, I did. What else would I play, <laughs> apparently? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I ended up, ended up taking the victory. It worked out. It just worked out. And and that's how it goes sometimes. Now we did run long on time, and you know, don't tell Nate I said this, but he probably would have won if we'd have been able to go another round. But that's neither here nor there, okay, Rich? That's neither here nor there. Hey, a win's a win, Will. That's right? you, 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 you took it down with the Web Warriors against Nate Samspam, right? That's that's, that's all the records will show. That's the, that's, that's all it will show. <laughs> Longshanks record shows that. Just I'm just saying. <laughs> so. Well, it's it's interesting when you look on Longchamps, and I think because that gives us a um, 
I do believe that it's one of the reasons why I do like it because it gives us a much wider view of what people are playing and and what they're doing and and everything else. And it's interesting when you start to look at, um, you know, which affiliations are getting the most play, which are not, you know, and it and it's you know, I think there's something there's some crazy number like over three thousand games now, uh, both ranked and unranked on on Longshanks and Marvel Crisis Protocol, and obviously. Every game that gets played that gets trapped on there, the data just gets gets better and better and better. Yeah. Um, but you know, you'll see on there that that there there is there's no one affiliation that cannot win games. Um, every single affiliation um has at least a you know sort of 35, 40% win rate. Yeah. Um so it's you know it it's absolutely doable and it's ultimately it's a massive game of rock paper scissors with some dice involved oh yeah because you know there's always going to be a counter to whatever list and whatever affiliation you put together um and to your point uh, will i think it is we 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 as content creators do sometimes get a bit hung up don't we on how good or bad a certain character is but i've said it once and i'll say it again for everyone especially new players pick Pick the character you like. Pick the leader you like. Build your team around that and have fun. Um, oh, yeah. And don't be afraid of coming up against anything because, yeah, as you said, dice will be dice. And uh, and you'll win some and you'll lose some. And it'll be just that. That's it. And that's the thing. This game has grown exponentially in 2021. And that's one of those things that I think we don't talk about enough is just how many new players we have in the crisis protocol community and it's one of those things where i'm so glad to see that i'm so glad to see the continued growth i'm glad to talk to people like anyone out there that's brand new feel free to hit me up anytime and and we can chat about crisis protocol or anything about life if you need anything just hit me up i'll you know do what i can but anyway it's like it's really great to see like how how these this game has grown because I know every time I go to something, there's more new people interested. Every time I look online, there's a post about, oh, hey, I'm pretty new to the game, blah, blah, blah. And that's I just think that's wonderful. And it's it's one of those things where I hope this game continues to grow. I don't see any reason why it won't continue to grow. And uh, it's, yeah, like you said, man, just if you're a new player, Go out there, have some fun, roll those dice. It's going to be a blast. And and look, if your favorite character is Daredevil, well then, by God, play Daredevil. Because Daredevil's perfectly good character. Like, there's no character in this game that I would be like, oh, yeah, just, don't, don't play that guy. Like, there's no <laughs> character like that. I mean, there, you know, and it's all situational and everything, but at the end of the day, like, everything has a place on the tabletop. And I love that they've done that, you know, with this game. And and I think that that's what's going to continue to bring in new people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's and it's strange as well. And I'm going to tell a quick story, if that's okay, Will, just yeah, about yeah. what's happened this year. So there's a, a local player by me. I'm not going to name him by name. Um, if he listens, he'll probably know who he is. Um, and he turned up to the first IRL event that I ever attended at Elysium War Games here in the UK. Um, I think it was like a 12... 12-person event, first event after lockdown or one of the first events in the UK. Now, I'd racked up maybe 150 games on TTS during lockdown. Like, every day I was getting in, like, you know, at least, or, or at least, like, three or four games a week. It was it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
coming up against somebody like 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 this guy, I was paired up against him first of all. Um, I took my uh, my brotherhood. He was playing Black Order. Um, so, you know, you start asking the questions of, you know, well, you know, how long have you been playing that sort of thing? Um, he bought the game during lockdown and the only the only games he played were against his kids. Nice. And he played a um, an easier down. version of the game, right? So he removed tactics cards was a was a big thing. Um, but over time, like gradually introduced more and more things to the game, but ultimately was playing against his, you know, eight, nine, ten year old kids. Now, if you play against the same group of people all the time and never play against anyone else, then you're going to form your own. And again, we use that word meta. Yeah. Um, and you're going to be really surprised then when you come up against somebody who's been, you know, who's got in 150 games in the space of, you know, nine to, to 12 months because you just come up against so many more different styles of play against people from all over the world when you're playing on on TTS. Yeah. Um, so it, it ended up being a, a bit of a demo game, right? We were going through rules. There was rules that he was unsure about. He went zero and four at that event, lost every game, but had a had a great great time. Um, fast forward, uh, I think maybe nine months, uh, so just just earlier this year, he turned up to that same store. Uh, he'd been to other events as well, been around the circuit, played lots and lots of games, got games under his belt, stuck with his black order, turned up at the event and went four and zero at the event and actually won the event. Nice. Um, and I just think it's really nice to see somebody progress like that. But it's about, you know, you've, you've got to get the games in to be able to do it. But it just shows that somebody coming into the game, it's so accessible. And there are so many people out there who are willing to to help people and talk them through. And there's so much great content out there for people who are looking to get into it. But ultimately, you've got to stick stick to a character that you like and love. And then the rest will come. Absolutely. Don't do like me and bounce around between everything. <laughs> And and not get good at good at one thing. <laughs> I was talking to Jonah. Um, he was he was he was on a on a, a video with me the other day, and he was saying that like he does twenty five games with one affiliation, then just bins them off because he's just bored of them. Wow. Whereas I'm there with you know I don't know how many games, at least a hundred games with Brotherhood, and I can't see me uh, stopping playing them anytime soon. Nice, yeah, I. Uh... I am mainly known as the, a Webs Warriors player, and that's my my go to. Like if I'm if I'm like ah, I don't know what I want to play, and okay, well I'm going to an event. I guess I'll play Web Warriors because I know it. Right? Like I love Web Warriors. I love them, love them, love them. But I also like trying like all the new stuff. So I'm constantly bouncing around, and because I do that, it's like. But you know that's the thing about this game. There's so much you can do that. Like if something new comes out, yeah. and you're like I want to play the new thing. Then play the new thing. It's still good. Well, it's also good, it's also a good thing to do as well to 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 test them out, right? Oh yeah. So you understand what you're coming up against, and that's the thing now that I'm struggling with. You know, I know I know my characters inside out. You know, it becomes muscle memory almost, doesn't it? When you play, oh, yeah. you know, a, a variation of the same roster time and time again. But it's like when something new comes out that I haven't played with, and I go, "Wait a minute, he can do what?" <laughs> and then you realize that. Iron Fist can just put an activator token on your Dormammu, so it doesn't matter. And now you go, oh, I hadn't really read his card properly. So, yeah, trying stuff out is always a good thing as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, Rich, let me let me ask you this. What has been your favorite character to release in 2021? Oh, it's a... 
there's so many good ones. Mm-hmm. There's been so many good ones, but if I had to pick one one standout character for me, it's it's my girl Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Um, I just absolutely love a not a fan of how fragile her mini is, but <laughs> that aside, absolutely love her in the game. Um, for me, there is no better five threat character. Um, both in and out of affiliation. If you if you've got my style of play, which is very much an attrition style of I'm gonna try and murder you and reduce your numbers down to a, such a point where you just can't, you know, you can't contest. Yeah. Um so yeah, she is she she's my absolute favorite. I think she I think absolute brilliant damage. The size four throw is really good. Um really love her two tactics cards that she comes with. Uh, with no more mutants is uh, probably the lesser of the two in my opinion uh, but just being able to stop your opponent make that big play can really put a spanner in the works for them um but then the whims of chaos is just a phenomenal card with so much value pretty wonderful um is yeah really good so she she's probably my my single my single standout character it could have been juggernaut if I'd have got more playtime with Juggernaut, and I know Juggernaut's not sort of officially out, at least everywhere in the world. I think in Poland they've got their hands on him so far, but um, haven't had enough games with Juggernaut yet. But uh, he may have taken it, but yeah, definitely Scarlet Witch for me. Nice, nice. So for me, you know, it's hard to pick just one. It's it really is for it's Hang on, I, I had to pick one will. This is <laughs> I know, I know. I know you had to pick I'm gonna pick one. I promise. It like but it's just it's hard to pick one. And I'm gonna pick one because it's one of just my favorite Marvel characters and what they do on the tabletop has just been so much fun and crazy. And that's a great word for this character. Moon Knight. I'm just, I'm so happy with Moon Knight. And, you know, again, model things aside, I love what this character does. I love his, like, roll a die and see what you're going to get crazy multiple personalities thing. Like, it is one of the most unique mechanics that we have in this game. And I'm so here for it. You know, like, it's (laughs) wild and I love it. And when you hit that crit, and you get that extra move action. It's like, oh man, I wasn't planning on moving this turn. What am I going to do with this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I just, yeah. I love it. And then, you know, the, what he just does on the tabletop, like he's got the stealth, he's got the wall crawler, you know, he can potentially put a stagger on somebody shooting from that range four. And it's just, just everything about him. It just makes me so happy. And I love, I just love him. I love the character. And, and I love what he does on the tabletop. And if I'm playing my Web Warriors or my Midnight Suns, I'd be hard-pressed to not have Moon Knight on the table. Like, he's he's pretty much in my core at this point of characters that it's, he's there pretty much no matter what. So He's also uh, nice and easy to paint as well. A quick Zenithal highlight over a black prime and uh, and you're almost done, really, aren't you? Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> like it, yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's a real good character. Yeah. Um, We've seen him being played a lot, um, both in and indeed out out of affiliation in the sort of uh, local gaming scene. Um, but yeah, I think they've they've done a really good job, I think, um, 
kind of not just with Moon Knight, but almost across the board of really capturing a moment of a character from a comic book. Oh yeah, and putting him on the tabletop and and it feeling like it's that character pulled straight from the from the comic strip. Um, they've done such a good job uh, with with with. I'm, I'm going to say all of the characters. I can't think of anyone really that doesn't doesn't feel like their character themselves. Yeah. I mean, I, I truthfully can't think of one where it's like, it doesn't feel like what the character is doing. You yeah. Know? So now we've talked about our best things from 2021 and now we're going to sprinkle a little salt on it and talk about what was your most lackluster release from 2021. You think? Oh, dearie me. Um, it, it it pains me to say it because I I mentioned obviously X Men nineties cartoon um, was my sort of gateway in and from there on mm-hmm. in it was it was all things mutants um, is what really got me into Marvel as a whole. Um, Cable and Deadpool have been two of my favorite characters uh, from from anything to do with Marvel. Um, way, way before, you know, we had the movies and everything else. Oh, uh, yeah. My shelves are lined with comics. Um, and there's a lot of Deadpool. There's a lot of uh, mutant stuff in there. But it's that whole X-Force wave as a whole. I really wanted them to be my affiliation that I played. And I I personally struggled, as I know a lot of other people did, to, to make them work. Um and I just, I just wish they were a little bit better. Um, very so, I was I was very underwhelmed by 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 that sort of whole X Force series. There were some good individual characters, and there were some good characters that you can take um, in other other affiliations that are affiliated with. But I think when you when you bring those characters together and play them as X Force, um, they are a little underwhelming at the moment on the on the tabletop yeah i think that's fair i i think uh to your point domino stands out as one of those characters that's you know pretty good on her own and in other places and and has some play in the x-force in general but yeah i i'm with you like that was kind of the biggest misstep for me Uh, i'd say cable specifically as a character i get it like i get what they're going for and and on his own in a vacuum he's decent but the leadership's not great in my opinion you know just there's just a little something missing i don't know what it is uh, yeah i'm not a game designer but it's just there's just a little just a little you know what i mean like just a you know eh, just there's something and it's yeah i mean i'm i'm a firm believer that um that leaders in this game should be you know sort of pivotal member of a team right the 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 play style of a of a of an affiliation or of a of a leader should you know sort of spread through to the rest of the team and for me cable just misses on that on that part um and he's you know he's not an inexpensive leader as well so you're already spending five threat on him um, because he feels a little lackluster in his given affiliation um and as you say, that leadership just needs something else with it. Um, 
but as we've seen with with the other changes, it wouldn't take much, I don't exactly. think, to tweak and make them, you know, significantly more playable. Um, I still have fun with them. I mean, I, I played yeah. with X Force. I I took my X Force out um, uh, a week ago uh, and played played a game with somebody, um, which I've been doing quite a lot, taking sort of other other rosters that I'm less familiar with, especially if I'm doing games with newer players, because yeah. um, turning up with my, you know however many game brotherhood list feels a little unfair um so i always try and take a, a roster that i'm less familiar with yeah um because it's a good chance to play something else as well but yeah i just wish they were they were just a little bit better yeah yeah i actually i i loved i played x-force for a solid while when they first came out and you know i tried all kinds of different little spicy treats uh in there you know, I put Lockjaw in there, trying to get that extra die on attack, trying to do some teleport shenanigans, and just, you know, couldn't quite make it work the way I wanted it to. And I have the guy local local to me here who's played pretty much nothing but X-Force, and he's got him in a pretty decent place, but it's still one of those things where it's like they're kind of just the one-trick pony right now, and that's okay. That's okay. It's just that one trick isn't necessarily as good as some of the other tricks that they can pull. So, that, that I'm with you there. So, yeah. The next question, Rich, most underrated character released in 2021. Oh. I've got mine. Um let me let me go back. Let me let me let me go back to the to the early 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 days. I think it was Yep, yeah, okay, it was it was January, I think where it came out. Um I'm going to say your boy Lockjaw. Oh yeah. Um, I I have been for a long, long time such a huge fan. I know there are there are other people out there as well, but a lot of people when I talk about him kind of don't get it. They think he's got some turn one-ish plays and then he kind of fades off. Um Not but I I think as a support character, he is absolutely brilliant. Um you mentioned earlier, you know, boosting your attacks. If you've got a a character um, sort of a more powerhouse character who you want to get up the board. Um, having that range three teleport can be huge to get them around the board. Um, he's got a tactics card that is definitely playable as well. Um, but I think he's, uh, yeah, I think he's a very underrated character, and he's the bestest boy. He is you know, bestest he's, boy. He's the bestest boy. But I, for me, he can he can you know he can fit into 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 almost any roster. Um, very, very easily as a, as a support character. Yeah. No, I love Lockjaw quite a bit, and he's one of those characters that I definitely think gets overlooked right now. For for me, my, like, kind of underrated character in the moment is Omega Red because I think he really does a lot. I think he is... I mean, he's really tanky. His range 3 attack... His carbonadium coils, I think, is is one of those that's just kind of overlooked in, in that he's you don't think that he would have such a range like that. And then he's got the the pull, like a venom has a pull, and then the whole poison, putting poison on people, damaging them when they get in close, all that stuff. I think he's just a really good character. And yeah, he's four threat. Yeah, he can't go everywhere necessarily, but definitely underrated as a character that like you know everybody talks about character like Carnage and how wonderful Carnage is. Car- Carnage is a good character, don't get me wrong. But 
I just I really like what Omega Red does, and he definitely fits my play style more. And so, yeah, it's just yeah, I think he's underrated, and I think that people will be surprised once they get him on the tabletop a little more. Yeah, I I think I think he's I think he's really good as well. I also like um, I'm a sucker for new mechanics. Um, I love it when they when when they introduce um, more layers of mechanics and features in a game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you look at that original core box compared to where we are now, it's a world apart in terms of you know what you do with the game. Um, and I love the fact that he brought something at the time that was that was unique in that it was around the special conditions you know special conditions up until omega red being released were very much just at least in my opinion sort of secondary things that just happened maybe with the exception of stagger uh, but there wasn't really too much around them you know yes they were a little bit annoying if you you got a bleed on you or whatever else but you know they weren't a massive integral part of the game whereas I love the fact that they introduced that character that interacts with and, and you know, uh, thrives upon a characters around him being poisoned. I just love that level of interaction. Obviously, we've seen it since then with with Blade, and I'm sure it's something they'll continue to do with, um, you know, with other uh, with other characters as they as they release more. But I, I just love those those additional mechanics. Um, yeah. And then you take him and put him on something like. Terrigen in, in in humans, right? So in humans with um with him running Terrigen Cloud, and all of a sudden it's like, wow, they've got an entire team that uh, that is just immune to all of this poison that is being dished out. So um, well, as long as you don't take Quicksilver and run it anyway, that is. Yeah, yeah. But um but yeah, I, he's a he's a really good shout, real good shout. Yeah. Yeah, it's just just one of those like I think doesn't get talked about enough. So now, Rich. Let's get into speculative territory. Oh, oh dear. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. And look, hey, I will go ahead and say, you know, elephant in the room. Look, there's been some stuff that's been, we'll say, leaked out there in the wild. We're not going to address that here. You know, that's, that's stuff that once AMG gives us some kind of confirmation, then we'll address it. And there you go. There you go. So rich. Other than stuff that's been kind of spoiled a little bit, what do you want to see? Like, what's your kind of number one thing you want to see in 2022 for Crisis Protocol? Um, I think the first thing is looking at, rather than introducing new affiliations and lots of new characters for new affiliations, I'd really like them to go back in and plug what what I believe anyway to be some gaps in some of those affiliations that we've already had. Um, the, the changes that were made, the new rules, we call them new rules, but there were new rules and then a whole bunch of erratas for cards left, I'm going to say, the entire game in a significantly better position than it was previously. I'm a firm believer that 1.5 is better than version 1. Of MCP, yeah. But I do believe that there were two affiliations in particular that were left behind a little bit. Um, but you could probably even put a third one in there as well within humans. But that is Asgard, and uh, that is Defenders. For Defenders players, 
their big play was all around the turn, you know, turn zero play, if you like, turn zero, turn one play with uh, with the pentagrams, uh, with the portals, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've lost that. And it, it, it's really difficult now for me to look at defenders and yes, they've got some good characters in their roster, but other than the attrition game, we've already just spoke about how if a roster only or an affiliation only has one thing, then they can be a little bit more difficult to play. They're, they're less agile. Um, so I'd really like to see them get some tactics cards. I think that's one of the things that they are in desperate need of yeah. is some tactics, tactics cards for the defenders. They can be defining alongside um you know alongside a leader's ability and i actually think you know doc og stranger's leadership ability is a really good one i agree for the attrition game being able to choose the type of attack that you're gonna make is massive um and applying that hex condition to and apply it yeah and applying it if you if you do the damage is really good but so i'd like to see some some cards for those guys um i i also think that we need to see a secondary leader for Asgard, I think they're in desperate need uh, of a of a secondary leader because they've been hit quite hard um, with you know two of their their main characters being Enchantress and Valkyrie getting uh, you know nerfs. There's no other way of looking at it. They are the characters are now not as good as they were previously. Now they were very good characters before, so I think they needed to be brought down. But I was really hoping that Thor was going to get something that made him less dice dependent yeah. Um, and he didn't get anything. And, and this is the problem with, with Asgard that I have at the moment is it's that inconsistency and that you are reliant on the dice and the dice can do weird and wonderful, wonderful things while you're in a game. But now with things like rainbow bridge changing, and as I said, <clears throat> the changes to Enchantress and Valkyrie, it seems like there's no plan B for Asgard. And yeah. I always think, that you should have a an option for a plan B when you're playing an affiliation in this game. Um, so yeah, they're, they're probably the two things that I'd like to see them do um, sort of sooner rather than later is really, you know, beef up some of those, those affiliations that we've, that we've already got. Now, what I'm not saying is that every, every affiliation should have a nice spread of, six threat down to two threat characters with multiple options in every world and be, you know, Avengers, Air Force or Cabal. I don't think that at all. I think, yeah. you know, some of the uniqueness about an Asgard or a, or a Black Order or someone is that they've got fewer characters or if they're Asgard, they're all three plus three plus threat characters because they're Asgardians, right? They're, they're not, you know, a two threat Asgardian, unless it's a child, doesn't seem right to me. Right, yeah. No. Um, but... I just think they need something else um, to to really to really make them uh, a bit more competitive than what they are at the moment. Yeah, I could see that something with Asgard would uh, getting a little get a little love because they got they got hit pretty hard, but in a in a way that does that makes sense. You know, like you said, like Valkyrie Enchantress, those characters were above the curve and. You know, bringing them back in line with the rebalances they did, the 1.5 change, I think, to your point, it's really nice. Like, I didn't think anything was particularly broken, per se, originally, but I think that it was a little too strong to the point where, now that we've had these changes, everything is, is functioning as necessary. However, like you said, I think 
Asgard is just in an interesting place because they've got a five threat leader who is really strong, really strong leader, really good leader. The leadership ability, very good. But he's, like you said, so dice dependent. And if you roll that, if you roll your strike and you don't hit a wild, it feels so bad, you know? And it's just one of those things where I think another leader for Asgard would be really cool. I think my biggest thing I'd like to see is just more leaders for things that don't have them yet, right? Like, yeah. I, I want to see another criminal syndicate leader. I want to see another Asgard leader. And I, I want to see either another X-Force leader or a rebalanced X-Force leader. Like, if we do another X-Force leader, please be, like, somebody like Bishop or something. That'd be so cool. Even though I don't think Bishop ever oh, led love, the X-Force. I love Bishop. I don't think he ever was, but I'd still love it. That'd be so cool. Um, that'd be so it cool. would be cool. It would be cool, yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's hard, isn't it, when you've got somebody like a character like Thor who is so dice dependent. There'll be people probably listening to this and go, what do you mean? He's amazing. Like, he yeah. rocks up and he does a job for me every single time. But if you put enough reps in with him, you're going to see the other side of it. And the fact he has no way of, you know, manipulating those dice makes it very, very difficult for him to be so dice dependent. So, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd love to see I'd love to see an Odin. You know, I'd love to see. Um, All right, let's uh, let's know. get super deep into the waters here. Okay, because this is going to be fun. You said you'd love to see an Odin. If they did yes. Odin as a leader for Asgard, he'd have to be sixth threat, right? Um. Well, I I did. I could have prefaced this so people can go and check this video um, that I made. It must be must be like nine months ago now, where I talked about seven plus threat characters I want to see in the game. Um, I want to see him as a seven threat with Hugen and Moonin as oh, like nice. deployable things that he has and they do things for him. Um, but yeah, I, and I That'd spoke about that for Asgard like, to a have long a seven, time ago. <laughs> seven threat leader in Asgard. That'd be nuts. Yeah, brilliant. I mean, six, six would probably work as well. But yes, I mean, he's the old father, right? He's the most powerful Asgardian. Yeah. Um, he deserves to be a six threat. Absolutely. Um, and and you can make it work, right? You know, Magneto's oh, yeah. a six threat leader. Um and it works fine. You know, there are no there are no problems there. But you need to make sure that he's bringing, you know, he's got to, he's got to bring his value. Exactly. But um but yeah, that's and there are there are others, you know, Adam Warlock for for Guardians and Oh yeah. Um I know everyone thought the Hood at one point was going to be a secondary leader for for CS. Um there's you know there's some potential out there of other characters that could be as well so yeah it'd be good to see more leaders yeah and and just because and even if you know even just from a perspective of variation you know what i mean just different ways to play the game like in amg i trust like that's kind of my my overall motto when it comes to a lot of this stuff but like man i i just i love what they're doing with this game and i want to see it keep going and, you know, those kind of things are the things that really inject the freshness for a lot of people. And somebody out there, there you know, some character, some random character like uh, Warpath or something is somebody's favorite character. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. if you're out there and, and you're listening to this and your favorite character is not in the game yet, I, I bet you they're coming. You know what I mean? And, so, uh, so yeah. Just be I mean, patient. look at the 
look, you know, look, look at the characters that they've introduced as well. They're not just doing the big, you know, the big well-known um, characters. You know, yeah. they've they've gone down some weird and wonderful routes. Bob, um, <laughs> Bob, yeah, yeah, Bob. Um, you know, Moon Knight, really. Although, you know, Moon Knight's about to be elevated um, because of the new of the new uh, Disney Plus show that's coming out. Yeah. Um, but you know, he's not. You know, he's he's not as recognisable as Captain America, is he, or a right. Thor, or or a Spider Man, or anyone like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and and that's the thing. There's there's plenty of characters that are a little deeper cuts that they they've gone down here with. So, you know, more fun things to come for sure. And last thing, Rich, that we're going to talk about today, I think this this will be a good little bow to put it on. Number one character you want to see in Crisis Protocol in 2022. Oh, that's a hard one. There's, there's so many to choose from, but I'm a firm believer now that they they have set a um, set a trend for doing giving us one big bad every year. We had Thanos year one. We obviously had Dormammu year two, where they come with not just the character but the ultimate encounter and everything else. Um, I I think we're doing X Men. And I really, really, really um, want it to be um, Apocalypse. There we go. Sorry, I just had a brain freeze there, guys. It's um, okay. It I happens. really want it to be Apocalypse. Um, this is something else that I've been speaking about for sort of ever since I first started doing content for MCP. Um, I think I think he's a great character to bring into the game. We haven't had a big bad for the for the uh x-men yet or for the mutants he's for me at least the obvious choice uh and i think you could do something really cool with his his leadership ability and you know who can be his horseman and that sort of thing um so that's not the one i think i would really like to see them do this year yeah that'd be really cool that'd be really cool i I gotta say i'd be i'd be here for that and um for me Anyone that's listened to this for a while knows what I'm about to say because it's not changing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, there's there's plenty of characters I want to see enter this game, right? Like, just I can name so many right now. But the number one thing I want, and this is like, if they're holding back something for like another Gen Con reveal or something, this is seriously what I hope it is. But I really want it sooner than that. But I can live with myself. I want. The Fantastic Four. I know that's not just one character. I break the rules a little. I don't care. It's my show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I, is your. That's your prerogative, Will. That's there you go. There you go. So yeah, I want the Fantastic Four, and obviously with that comes Doctor Doom. So I just, yeah, like I want that so bad, Rich. I want it so bad. I want the Fantastic Four. It's some of my favorite characters, and I will say. If they get it wrong, I'm going to riot. <laughs> well, I think that for me was the other contender for the big set this year, right? Obviously, we had Convocation versus Dormammu as the big announcement yeah. this year. Um, that for me is the other one that is on the um, potential for, for next year. But here, here's my logic behind this one, Will, and it's... It's one that's been somewhat influenced by Quinn, but I kind of get where he's coming from with it. Not next year, but the year after will be the fourth year 
of the game. Mm-hmm. It's when Fantastic Four are due, or at least rumoured, to make their MCU debut. Mm-hmm. So it would all tie in with it being not next year, but the year after, year after that. But that's a little that, that's a you know conspiracy theorists uh, yeah. view on things. Well, look, I will say it'd be it'd be sweet if it was like that lined up. Oh yeah, this is the year we're getting the Fantastic Four movie. It's the fourth year of MCP. By the way, Fantastic Four. That would be like a wonderful like confluence of events, right? But by God, you I want, want it you now. Want them sooner. <laughs> I want it now. <laughs> yep. We yeah. we always we always want more. That's we it. We always want more. That's it. Well, Rich, thank you so much for being with me today and for just kind of having a little fun, you know, a little different than what we normally do here at House Party Protocol. But uh, you know, just just well, I guess we do have a little fun all the time, but you know, a little bit of a different show. Whatever. I digress. Thank you so much for being with us. And to all the suits out there, uh, I want to say thank you all for another wonderful year. And Rich, check this out. So I was looking at the little statistics that come with the podcast app I use, Podbean. I have, for this show, almost 100,000 total downloads. Wow. What That's crazy. The, yeah. Like, can you believe it? I can't believe it. Well, do you know what? I will. I can believe it. I can believe it because you, you, you've been here for a long time now, buddy. And from from somebody who came into this game in the middle of lockdown and was scrambling around to try and find out more information about the game, and you know, when you first come into it, you get the core box, and then everything else is like a bit of a blur. Like, what on earth should I play with what, and what works well, and what synergizes? Um, and I hadn't, I hadn't been into wargaming for quite some time, so it was a, 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 a big step back into it for me. Your podcast, buddy, was a, an absolute go-to for me. So whilst it's a great achievement, um, I'm not surprised by it in any way, shape, or form because the content you put together for the community, buddy, is is really, really good. I so really from me that. and the rest of the community, thank you for, for for doing what you do. Hey, I appreciate that, Rich. I really do. I really do, and that that means a lot to me. And you know, like I said, thanks again for for being on here today. And you know, I really like your voice in the community right now too. So I'm I'm enjoying your content as controversial as it can be sometimes. <laughs> Once or twice this year. That's 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 it. That's so. it. You you've met your quota. Now it's time to move on to 2023. Yeah, move on. Be a good be a good boy. Um, and carry on moving forward. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, dude. It's it's been really great getting to to know you a little bit, getting to interact with you a little bit, and everything. And um, you know, I look forward to 2022. Yeah, I said 2023. I meant 2022. It's, man, what even happened to this year, you know? <laughs> oh, man. And I don't know what it's like for you guys over in the US, but we're kind of, we had a really good sort of middle of the year. Um, we peaked, and then we're kind of going downhill again now. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's not in a good place, to say yes. the least. Yes, we, we've been infected with the Megatron version of, of the, <laughs> the virus, I guess. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh but anyways, buddy, thank you so much for coming on today. No, pleasure, as always. And uh, for all the suits out there listening, you can uh, check out Rich. I have a link in the description to check out his YouTube channel. Make sure to give him some love over there. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And uh, if you're listening to this and your podcast platform 
has the option to leave a review and you know leave a little comment or something like that, please do that because it really helps other people looking for Crisis Protocol content get out there, uh, get this out there, and and help them find whatever it is they're looking for. Hopefully, it's House Party Protocol. And then also, you can send us emails at housepartyprotocolpod at gmail.com. You can send us messages on our Facebook page. I always respond to those. You know, sometimes it might take me a little while, but I always respond to those. And I love, love, love interacting with everyone and and telling everybody, you know, whatever they want to know, all that fun stuff. And then also, lastly, if you're interested, you can check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash housepartyprotocol, and you get access to our Discord channel over there, and you can... Uh, come in and and it's a dollar a month, so twelve bucks a year, and come to the chillest Discord that I have ever been a part of, and just chit chat and have a good time with us, help support the show, all that good stuff, and shout out to all the suits over there. I I really appreciate everything you do. I'm just constantly humbled by that. And then lastly, I have to announce I had a little giveaway for just the the patrons over there on on the thing so i was doing a little holiday giveaway and i gotta say it's a uh, schultzy you know who you are schultzy you sir have won the hobby go bag from monument hobbies so i will be reaching out to you uh to get that to you so congratulations my friend and uh yeah with that party on rich yeah, party on, Will. Have a fantastic Christmas, buddy. A great new year. And hopefully we'll uh, we'll speak in the new year about all the, all the lovely, wonderful things we've got coming out. We definitely will. And you have a wonderful holiday and Christmas as well. And to the suits out there, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and power down.